This is Rashawn Slater, first-round draft pick for the L.A. Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up. Here's what's coming up this week on the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Into the high 90s here over at the Herbert Hangar because it's always hot at the Herbert Hangar. It's obvious that we're going to come away with a 50-burger. Uh, I'd like to think he'll come out of the gates. Um, not to underestimate them, but Chase Young's going to come and mess us up. Hello, and welcome to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. I'm your host, Elliot Bermudez, and on this podcast and YouTube stream, we bring you the latest Chargers news. We preview and review every Chargers game, and we bring you the hottest takes around. Guys, it's week one. The real regular season's here, and we're so excited to get going and see what Herbert can take under Staley into year two. And Staley's year one. Um, I am joined by three amazing co-hosts, as always. First up, John. Was Junior. Hello, Bez. How are you? Not bad. How'd you like that intro? Cool. Cool. You've been working on that all day. <laughs> <laughs> 12 pixels. Oh, we... We're getting there. We're getting I've there. noticed we didn't have any technical issue, uh, issues this week. <laughs> Mate, we're, we're, we're pros now. What, what more do you want? You know, um, you know. Talking about pros, it is my man all the way across the sea in California. It is John Ez. Howdy, howdy, ho, guys. A wonderful day here. It's getting into the high 90s here over at the Herbert Hangar because it's always hot at the Herbert Hangar. He's got the hot hand. He's the hot player of the year, I think. So I think someone even uh, above me might have mentioned him as the potential MVP. So, ooh, interesting take. We'll have to see. It could happen. Last but not least, the main man, Hollywood Denking. Hi, Bez. How you doing? <laughs> I'm liking this. This oh, no, no, wrong way. Dynamic, but I can go terrible <laughs> take and slap you like that. <laughs> Boys, we're finally here. The, the regular season under Staley, Herbert's second year, and we kick it off with Washington. You know, how excited are we? What are the big things we're all looking for? Was kickers off. It's obvious, isn't it? We're going to come away with a, a 50-burger and a W. No, um, this could be a really interesting test for, for, for the Bolts. Washington's defence ranked third in DVOA last season. They, they improved from, uh, I think it's 27th in DVOA the year before. Um, Monte Sweat, Chase Young, they're all going to be after Herbert. And it's whether or not our, I don't want to say makeshift, offensive line because we don't know what status Brian Belaga is as of yet. He's got a hip flexor issue, but it's going to be a massive test. We need our new left tackle, uh, Rashawn Slater. We need him to be playing at a higher level than Trey Pipkins. He doesn't need to play at all pro level, but he needs to play 15, 20% better than what was, uh, what we we had an offer last season, if that's possible. And Herbert, He's going to produce some magic. We're going to talk about Herbert a lot on this show. Um, but I think that's where we're going to win games when we've got the football. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's a really good, interesting test for Staley, his new coaching staff and our new playbook. You know, John, all the way over there, what's the vibe like over in California? Um, what's your most exciting thing that you're looking forward to this week as we get started? Well, I think uh, obviously there's a lot of excitement for the season uh, after what we saw Herbert being capable of after seeing some of the, you know, so many close uh, wins that uh, ended up in losses that I think uh, 
much of the fan base believes can be corrected by just some basic coaching and understanding of how the game of football works. Uh, hopefully Staley knows how football works uh, as opposed to our previous head coach. Uh, so I think there's a lot of optimism that this could potentially even be a playoff team. You know, I think I might not go as far as say it's, you know, definitely a playoff team. I think there's definitely a chance. I, I can't, uh, there's always a chance they can make the playoffs, but I think nine, 10 wins is definitely within, within reach here. Nine may not be playoffs uh, bound this year, but you know, you never know every year. It's a little different how many wins you need to get in. So uh, I think just a lot of excitement. And of course, game one, uh, obviously it'd be, it'd be a, better if game one was at SoFi so we could have week one at SoFi but you know week two home opener next week against the Cowboys will be a lot of fun I'll be there I can't wait to see uh see the team live action but just getting to see some real football getting to actually see the starters play uh you know again I have nothing against what Staley did I I applaud him for deciding hey we're gonna be safe we're not gonna risk our starters in these meaningless games we're gonna run our practices like we play that way we've prepared ourselves we've got ourselves quote-unquote in sync with each other we've got all the vibes going so you know I'm, I'm really excited just to see the starters out there playing and doing well you know and and we're healthy which is super exciting to me uh, I, I did see a stat uh, the other day that you know generally we're on the worst end of the stat but when it comes to you know dollars wasted and lost on players on IR and pup uh, we're one of the lowest in the league this year um, where we're usually somewhere in the in the bottom half somewhere usually towards the end so the fact that we're we've completely flipped that narrative makes me excited for this team and week one as a whole dan what about you you know it's, are you giddy like i am are you really excited Hell, yeah i think so um i think so like like i don't know if i'm giddy or not yes i'm excited bez i am excited um it's football eve right now um sure not for the charges but season starts tomorrow and i cannot wait and i just just really hope we don't charge it in that first game that's that's my that's it if we if we <laughs> have a game then i'm happy i just want comfort i, I kind of get what you want i want you know i want us to blow them out and smash them but you know, even if it isn't like that, as long as we aren't choking away a victory. Uh, but that is what I'm most excited about. I'm looking forward to seeing Vizcaino. I'm seeing the kicking team, what the special teams improvements look like. And more than anything, I'm looking forward to seeing Staley take the field of this team um, and, and how he his, his team on the, what the product looks like, um, how it differs to Lynn, how he uses the guys. I'm right in the middle of... Um, currently drafting for you know big fantasy league right now and i've taken eckler i've given a big shout out of faith to him and, and i want to see how our weapons are used um but how the defense is used because i think we haven't really enabled the defense to shine the charges uh, last season previous years and i think hopefully the shackles will be released staley's amazing style will come through and we'll absolutely smash washington i mean they worry me a little bit They've got a super strong D-line. I, I like their D. I think they're an underrated franchise, the Washington franchise, you know. Um, and I think they could be an interesting matchup. But we've got this electric offense that Herbert can come out all guns blazing. You know, do we think he's going to hit the ground running, Dan? Or do you think that it's going to be the D that stifles Herbert into the start of a sophomore slump? Uh, I'd like to think he'll come out of the gates all guns blazing and just terrorize the football team. Um, I do have my concerns, uh, specifically with Bulaga probably being out 
Um, like, will Storm Norton be able to block Chase Young? I don't think no. so. Um, so there's concerns there, but as long as we, like, Stalia will obviously know this. We're not we're not going into this going well. Yeah, Storm Norton's the best tackle in the league. We know that that's a problem. So hopefully, there's a game plan there to get the ball out quickly, dump it off to Eckler. I think we'll see a lot of a lot of short passes to Eckler, hoping that he breaks a few tackles and gets gets out in the open space. Um, I. I'm expecting a decent game from Herbert. Um, uh, I I don't think that there's much past their D line um, to worry about. I mean, they've got um, William Jackson the third, Landon Collins, um, Kendall Fuller. Just looking at some names there and going, nothing that makes me go, oh my god, we're we're doomed. Um, so yeah, I think I think we'll see Herbert come out um, all guns blazing and. I'm thinking somewhere plus 300 yards, a uh, couple of touchdowns. I love that. I absolutely love that, Dan. I mean, was you, you're on board with the sophomore slump, are you? You, you think Herbert is going to choke week one, or, 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 or is, is, am I lying? Am I painting you know the wrong picture? what I think about Justin Herbert. Uh, <laughs> listen, you know, if you've, if you've read the articles across the internet, you've read The Athletic, especially today, Daniel Popper's latest article on Herbert and, and Allen. It's a phenomenal piece of writing and it talks about the chemistry between Herbert and Allen. You know, Allen is one of the, arguably the, the, the one of the top two best route runners um, in the NFL. And Herbert's got this knack for, for being intelligent and, and being accurate downfield. And, I think we're going to end up with a, a lot of plays where the, the defense are going to get caught off guard. They're, they're going to try and um, go two up on, on Allen. Um, and I still think Allen's going to get the ball. We saw this with Mike Williams last season when, you know, in triple coverage at times, Allen managed to, to get the ball into his hands. And I, I just, I'm so upbeat about this part of our uh, game. Um, it, don't underestimate it. And anybody that just sits there that thinks Herbert's going to have this slump, I'm not buying that whatsoever. Um, even if the offensive line sort of breaks down, Herbert can scramble. And I think that's the advantage he had on Philip Rivers. He's mobile. He, he can pass on the, on the on the move. And that's going to give us that, you know, um, added value, almost like a force multiplier in military terms. Um, and we, we just talk about two pieces of our offence here. Uh, and, and we've got to focus on that because, for me, there's too many questions on defence. You know, Kyle Fackerel's come in. He's not an upgrade on Melvin uh, Ingram, nor is Chris Rumpf. We're going to see Joey Bosa playing uh, in a different role. He's going to drop deep. And that concerns me is how Brandon Staley is going to fit this current crop of players into the mould. Is he going to go all in and, and go full-on LA Rams of, of 2020, or is he going to modify it slightly? Jerry Tillery, big question marks. 87th ranked last season against uh, the run. That That's not good enough, you know. We really need Kenneth Murray to step up uh, in the box. And I've got the Bible praying that Derwin James stays fit because... Oh, good lad. Listen, it's all about... If we can get Ryan Fitzpatrick off the field, you know, this is a veteran player on his day. Is, is absolutely great. But he'll have those days where he's throwing three or four picks. We need to be our, on our best. We need 
the likes of Chris Harris, you know, either um, picking Fitzpatrick off or, or basically, you know, stopping the receivers, Terry McLaurin, uh, McLaurin getting downfield, get, getting them, you know, um, in a position where they've got a punt and giving us a ball back. And we could, we could probably gas the team out, just gas their defence by being at a high tempo. Uh, play to our strengths. You know, I've got massive concerns over special teams. We've mentioned it on previous podcasts. We've got to make the most of the football when we have it. And this is how we're going to win the game. We actually enter this game slight underdogs. And we've we've previously spoken, I think it was the beginning of August, we we, we were the favourites. The bookmakers don't fancy us. Um, it's going to be a close game. But we've, we've got to do the business. The tight end's going to be interesting. What we could do with Jared Cook, Donald Parham Jr. You know, we, we've briefly mentioned Mike Williams, and we haven't mentioned your star running back in your fantasy league, Austin Eckler, because he is going to be a game changer this season. Absolutely, uh, but don't underestimate Washington. They're going to come and they're, they're going to mean business. You know, they won the division last year, and they're going to be out to do it again. Um, that that NFC NFC East, you know, NFC lease, as they said last year. I think it's going to be a bit more competitive. Washington won't want to start this game with a loss, um, especially as they know that Dallas are coming to LA in week two. So lots to talk about, lots to watch during the game. It's going to be really interesting. I think it's going to be great. You know, John, do you think Herbert versus the Washington D with his own, his brand new O-line minus Belaga, and then you've got Fitzmagic and you've got, you know, Bosa and the team coming at him, which quarterback is going to thrive? Who's not going to do so well? What do you think about these matchups? Oh, I think you're on mute. <laughs> I think it's interesting from a coaching perspective, um, you know, to look at these two coaches. So you've got the Wiley veteran and Ron Rivera, you know, two-time coach of the year, uh, you know, and his team underperformed last year. But I think if you look at it from a perspective, if he in inherited a 53-man roster and he did the best he could with probably what he didn't really want, you know, Dwayne Haskins as his quarterback, you know, just, you know, a bunch of pieces that maybe weren't exactly his style. He had Antonio Gibson who he handpicked, but he had him in year one, didn't quite utilize him in all facets of the game. Like he would have McCaffrey and, you know, Gibson having those McCaffrey kinds of, uh, you know, comparisons come out of college. So I think last year was kind of his setup year. And this year is the first year he really gets to run the team. And, you know, I was just reading something, a great article of Brandon, uh, Ben Standig of The Athletic. And, uh, you know, he evaluated the 53-man roster for the Redskins. And he pointed out that of the 53 guys he inherited last year from the Redskins, only 16 remain on the team this okay. year. So he's basically rebuilt this entire team in his image. So he's really going to get to run this team like his own team. So it'll be interesting to see what's changed from last year if he if he coaches any differently now that he's got more personality likes and if that you know if that's any different from you know when he had maybe less personality liked and then on the opposite end of that you've got Brandon Staley who again first year head coach young guy we're not exactly sure what his uh head coaching you know is going to be like uh he's got a roster that he's had a chance to do a bit of an overhaul on himself just because he was he was granted a position where him and Telesco could come in and kind of remake the team. But there's still quite a bit of carryover from before. So he's still kind of playing with a core that was already there. So, you know, he's he's been known for his ability to adapt his uh, his defenses uh, and hopefully now his offenses to the personnel and make that make it and help them perform at the best that they can perform. So can he do that? So I'll be interested to see the coaching matchup. And, you know, I, I agree um that you know what i don't want to see is them charger you know if i, I don't i don't need to see a blowout 
And I don't need to see a gripping come from behind victory because, you know, we've seen those before. What I want to see is a nice, calm game where they lead from start to finish without any drama in between. Yeah, I want a little bit of fun here and there, but I really just want them to lead the entire game and hold on to the victory and win and not blow a lead in the fourth quarter and have to figure out how they're going to come back and win. That's what I want to see this Sunday. Uh, and I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they perform. You know, like you said, I think, uh, I think offense is going to be the key here. Generally in these early season games, defenses are still trying to gel. They're still trying to figure out kind of each other and their systems because there's a lot of tweaks that go in on the defensive side. Additionally, there's not a lot of tape on new offenses, right? The Chargers have a brand new offense uh, coming in. Nobody knows what that's going to look like. We don't know if Rivera's overhauled his offense now that he's got his personnel in place. So I think, you know, when, when you look at that, I think the defenses are in a tough position early on. So as much hype as we have for our defense or as much hype as we have for their defense, I think there's a good chance that this is a, is a, you know, an offensive game and a lot of points are scored. So I think if it goes that way, you know, you compare the two quarterbacks as, as fun as it is to root for Fitz magic. Uh, I'm going to bet on Justin Herbert every time. So, you know, I'm pounding that I'm pounding that underdog status and trying to get a little cash this weekend, uh, betting on the chargers on a Johnny, high mate. on the over as well, by the way. John, you made a good point there on on uh, our offence and a, a sort of a lack of a scouting report. I think our coaches deserve a lot of credit for the way they handled the, the pre-season, keeping key players like Herbert, James, etc. on the sidelines. Uh, and actually, unfortunately, Belaga's got this hip flexor injury, but players with, with these sort of eye-occurring injuries, um, limiting them to... Yes, exactly. Limiting them to how how much they're they're sort of participating in um, in, in training camp, etc. So I think the the coaches deserve a lot of credit because it would be quite easy for Staley as a as a rookie head coach to go, look, I need these three games as my sort of um, you know time to get my head around how how to run a game day as as a as a head coach, and he. he obviously didn't feel the need to do that. The results are irrelevant in, in pre-season. And I'm just blessed that we've we've come out of this with, with minimal injuries. Protecting our, protecting our team. And it's the most important thing because the worst thing every year is ACL time charges. There's always someone big that goes down in camp. There's always someone big who goes down early. And we've avoided that this season immaculately. You know, how fantastic is it to be healthy almost going into that first game against Washington? And they are... They are a spoiler team. They're a team behind Fitz Magic. I, I mean, I love, I love so many names on their roster. I'm a, I'm a big McLaurin fan. I mean, Samuel Curtis is going to be injured. I think that will have a major impact on the game. I think that's that's a big miss for them. Yeah, and Curtis that, you know, Samuel went off injured in practice today. Um, for anyone that hasn't seen. Yes, yeah, and and I think that that's you know a big tick for us that they can take one weapon at least off. Um, not to underestimate them, but Chase Young's going to come and mess us up. Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat. There's so many names on this roster that that have me worried. They aren't going to go and win a Super Bowl with Fitzmagic leading that roster. Maybe they could do an Eagles, perhaps, uh, but I think it's so unlikely. We're ahead of them in the pecking order, but they're the type of team you can go there and lose. And I think we have to keep our head on. We have to just stop panicking and understand that this is a process. I'm not too stressed. I think it's going to be an amazing season. You know, 17 and 0, baby. It's not happening. Just calm down a sec. <laughs> but, um, you know, the big question I want to ask you guys, throw, throw your hats in the ring, but, you know, can RD stop Fitz Magic? You know, they're going to come together and, and try and gel under Staley's way of doing things. Back comes, you know, um, Derwin James. Bose is there. Have we really addressed the second 
you know, Russia and replace Melvin Ingram uh, enough to, to, to challenge, you know, and stop McLaurin getting a touchdown and Gibson coming out of the backfield. Are we worried or do we think we have enough to cover them? You know, John, what do you reckon? So I think, I think one, uh, I love that little graphic you just threw up. Even if it covers my face, I think it's great. Uh, <laughs> two, uh, <laughs> I, I think it's. I think there's going to be a little bit of a, of a learning curve for our defense. I think if you remember last year with the Rams, they didn't start out as an elite defense. You know, those first this, this first part of the season, people were wondering, "Oh, is this?" I thought this Rams team was defense was supposed to be really good. First couple, you know, first couple of games, they were they were a little iffy. They had some issues. They gave up some big points. Again, they had some tough opponents too. But still, like I think there was some question marks around: Is this defense going to be as good as it is? And once it gelled and they got their system in place, you know, they were lights out the rest of the year, right? So I think the same issue could be in place for the Chargers this year. I think that they could come out of the gates a little slow, a little rusty, just everyone trying to understand their assignments, understand what it's supposed to be. I and mean, this is a whole new uh, defense than, than most of them have ever been in. So it's a major, massive learning curve. Even Bosa's learning new positions and new uh, new things. So everyone's going to kind of be feeling it out. So I think there's going to be some mistakes. And unfortunately, those mistakes tend to usually be big mistakes, right? Missed assignment, blown coverage, just massive gap wide open to get gashed for a big play. And I think that, unfortunately, they have, like you said, Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson. Those are two guys who can make big plays happen if you if you make a mistake. Fitz Magic, while he may not be the best quarterback in the league, he's going to take chances. And guys who take chances capitalize often on mistakes. So I think that you are going to see some big plays given up. And, I, and again, I, I think this is a high-scoring game. If you're betting, if you're a betting person, my recommendation, bet the over. I really think this is going to go over. Uh, and I think it's because it, both defenses are going to be doing the same thing. And I think specifically the Chargers defense who are learning a whole new defense. There's a, there's a lot of new pieces or a lot of returning guys who were injured last year. You know, Tranquil and, and James missed a lot of last year. So a lot of new pieces there uh, or a lot of uh, – uh, returning pieces who didn't play all of last year. So I just think I am worried that this, this offense is going to put up some points on us. But again, if this, if, if it's the same thing on the opposite side and it turns into a boat race, you know, my captain, Justin Herbert, I believe is going to navigate uh, that boat race uh, for the win. So I am worried about their offense against our defense. I think there's going to be some, some issues initially, but I, I think our offense may be able to, elevate the whole team where it might end up switching later on in the season where the defense then becomes kind of the crutch of the team and the offense is just using that defense as a way to springboard themselves up so yeah dan i mean do you think nazir adley is going to be the incredibly pivotal and shut them down and become a heroic or do you think there's going to be other names or are they going to get rinsed is john's pessimism for the for allowing touchdowns from washington players uh well-founded i have What's the nicest way of putting it? I don't have the most faith in Adley. Um, oh, so polite. I, yeah, <laughs> I try. Um, I'd love to see him play well, obviously. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I just remember too many plays from last year, like taking the wrong angle or bouncing off people when trying to tackle them. And I hope that has been addressed, but I'm pessimistic at best. Um, overall, though, I think our D has enough about it to to kind of limit the magic of, of fits. I mean, you've got yeah, this like he he's a guy that likes to take chances and he likes to improvise. You get rid of Curtis Samuel, albeit to injury. That's their speedster. That's their wild card. Um, yes, Gibson and McLaurin 
both decent on their day. Gibson more so than McLaurin, but that's two guys. Like we've got to be able to like force it one way or the other um, through the game plan, force them to run it, force them to throw it to just McLaurin or take McLaurin out of it completely and leave them with, with what Adam Humphreys, Cam Sims. Um, so you think it's terrifying. Is their depth? I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I know we're, we're a team with a lot of depth concerns, um, but that wide receiver room, Past Terry McLaurin isn't anything to write home about. Curtis Samuel was a name I pulled out of the free agents list six months ago saying, I'd love to see him added as like our number three. Um, and he's their number two and he's not even going to be healthy for the game. Probably. Uh, even then tight end there's, there's Logan Thomas and Ricky Seals Jones. It's, it's nothing that's going to scare you when you've got players, the quality of Derwin James and Joey Bosa there. Um, and as as to Kyla Fackrell, we touched on earlier. I, yeah, he's not he's not the replacement, but he played all right in the preseason. One of the few guys who did play a lot of the preseason first game. I don't think he really had the stats, but he was there. He was disruptive, and he just needs to be there and be disruptive to an extent to allow both of that kind of more direct path. I, I love Although he could take yeah. any path, he'd get there anyway. <laughs> He's still going to destroy you and get there. But it's similar to Chase Young, which is my worry for the game with, with Storm against Chase and how we handle him. And does it limit Eckler? Because he might have to start blocking a bit and staying back. But, um, you know, was do you think, put your hat on the line and declare you will eat it if you are wrong. Derwin James, is he going to get a game-winning pick? Yeah, listen, he's probably the most hungriest player in the NFL right now for this weekend. You know, he's, he's, it seems like an age since we had him on the on the uh, in in the game, and he's arguably a new player. He's, he's a new signing for us, and he looks in phenomenal shape. And you know, he'll take every chance it comes, and he's going to be there as well. And I think he will aid some of the new guys that have come into the roster, and he'll also aid the development. On the on the uh, field with the likes of Kenneth Murray, but going back to stopping the wideouts, you know, am I concerned about RD? Yes. Oh, will we have a plan? Yes. Can we execute it? That's the question. That is a question. We're going to play with a lot more uh, two high safety sets under Brandon Staley. You know, he, he, I think he played over seventy eight percent of those with, with the Rams compared to uh, Gus Bradley's twenty six percent. We're going to, we are going to look different. I'm interested to see how he's going to use Joey Bosa, whether he's going to you know uh, drop him in the flats as, as opposed to his, his, his organic position coming off the edge. But I answered the question about 20 minutes ago. When we've got the football, that's when we're going to be our most potent and that's when we're going to threaten teams. If we, if we, we, we don't need to have three and outs, uh, force fits on, on a three and out on, on every play. But we do need to be doing it frequently, um, more frequently than last season. You know, putting them on the back foot, and I think that's where our strengths are. And God forbid if it comes down to overtime and it's a you, you know a field goal situation, because then it is going to be Get really nervous. Team. Look, Dan, it is a concern. It is a concern. 
Well, the thing is, it sounds like we're all in agreement that we prefer the Chargers and we think the Chargers are going to be more of a Chiefs team. Go out and score, put numbers up. You know, you can't necessarily stop them. Staley's defense is in its infancy, lacks depth. It's got to understand its roles and it's early in the season. So go out and put the ball in the hands of Justin Herbert and let him get it to the array of weapons. Mike Williams is going to make the game and play. I'm looking forward to seeing Palmer. I think he will play limited snaps, but I think they will, because of Williams' injury, they will rotate him in and give him a few of his and a few targets this game. What can you do with it, young man? Because I think you are a talent. Give him a few red zone uh, targets. Well, um, you're interested you say that. Um, if you look at Herbert's stats from last season, the red zone, his, his passer rate was 100. The NFL average was 96.1. He was actually better under duress than he was in a clean pocket. 99.4 passer rating under duress, 65 uh, in, in a clean pocket. You oh, know? no. So you, you're saying that we've wasted all these picks and free yeah, agent signs on a no-line. We should don't bother just, play with an offensive line. <laughs> just, just, let him, just let him scramble every play. The, the, the point I'm making is that he's played, he played at a high level last season and we shouldn't mm. underestimate that. And he's, he's going to get better. It's as simple as that. Well, I'm going to come straight back to you and I'm going to make you put your confidence on the line. Score predictions. Sorry, 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 John. Just blocking you out. It's your turn to be blocked this week. So score predictions. What do you think the results are going to... The result is going to be... Is it a win, big win, medium win, close game, going to be defeated? Was, away you go. 24-21 charges. Love it. I'm going to come to California. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I, I like your prediction was because I think the overrunner that I've seen is 44 and a half right now. So 24 or 21 uh, gets gets you over that. Like I said, bet the over. Uh, I'm going something kind of similar. My prediction is a close game. We're going to win 27-24. We lead from kickoff to to final whistle. That includes includes our newest addition, Vizcaino, going two for two from field goals, one from the 40s and one from 52. I like it. The Ooh, yeah. <laughs> don't tease us. We win a close game <laughs> that we led the whole way. We don't give up the lead, and our, kick, our kicker makes both of his field goals and all of his extra points. That, to me, is the dream, and I feel like I'll be California dreaming this weekend. 27-24 Chargers. Bet the Chargers. Bet the over. Parlay that, baby. Take the money to the bank. <laughs> Dan, put him in his place, please. Come on. Seven foot. No, um, 26, <laughs> 20, 26, 20. I'm not sure how either team gets to either score, but it's going to happen. <laughs> There's going to be a missed extra point somewhere along the way. Of course there is. Let's just hope uh, we're not first game jitters. This. Let's just hope we're not recording this on Sunday night. And it's a three-hour episode because trying to dissect what went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, but guys, I mean, you know, for people in the watching, Michael Snow, thank you for your for your comment. Here's his prediction. Before I give mine, I'm going to let Michael come ahead. Snowy, thanks for supporting the channel. 31 Chargers. That's bold. I like it. Um, you know, I like it. I'd love, love to watch race, it. Baby. I would love to watch that game. Snowy, and all of you, you're wrong. Get your hats ready because it's going to be 2017 to Washington. Don't panic. Herbert's going to start slow. He might throw a pick. Have you seen what Keenan Allen has said recently? He said that Rivers, he would know when it wasn't coming his way because Rivers would dissect where he was going to throw it pre-snap because that intelligence, that experience. Whereas Herbert will throw it anywhere. 
Now I'm looking at that and thinking it's a little bit of overconfidence and coming into year two, new scheme, he's going to start slow. And that amazing Washington D is going to pick him off. We're going to be a bit sort of stunned. We're going to be a bit panicking, thinking we're on the back foot, headed to a defeat. We're going to get into a lead. We're going to miss some field goals and we're going to lose a close game that we were the better team in. And I'm going to come back on Sunday night, tune in because we've got a lot uh, after the game. We're going to review it, but we'll have lost, but we will have, we'll have optimism. We'll be excited about the future and I'll be here eating a hat because we'll have won. Ignore everything I said. We're going to win. I've got no hats left. I've eaten got quite a few hats. I could lend you some. Just post it to me, Dan. (laughs) Take that Padres jersey off because that's why you're losing mentality. (laughs) <laughs> true story I can't believe a fellow Padre fan just said that outrageous we lost last um, night mate 4-0 even though um, what's he called Snell was absolutely incredible just so charged isn't it really uh, I too Padre. understand baseball <laughs> guys you know that's our predictions we put them on the line let's see who's right come Sunday tune in um, it's going to be a really exciting game to get a game under our hats and hopefully I won't be eating mine um, have we got any last points before that we want to focus on? Yeah. Or any questions, comments before we go? Quick uh, prediction on tomorrow night's game. Tomorrow Cowboys. night's game. Yeah, that, that those those Cowboys, Tampa Bay something or others. Never heard of them. No, never heard of them. I'm no. deeply uninterested in the rest of the NFL. Yeah, I just if they're not. I mean, I guess it, it matters because we play the Dallas next week. Um, but yeah, I don't really care. I just care about the Chargers. I'm just going to watch everything. So <laughs> I, I don't care what the scores are in the rest of the games. I just know that I'll watch them. No, I, I love it, guys. It's not now, live because it's at stupid o'clock for us. Just stay up 24-7. It's not like you're allowed to sleep with your baby in the house anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, that's you know? it now. Red eye until January <laughs> or, or February. Sit when down with the lad ball. and say, just watch it. And when the, you know a team like Tampa Bay comes on, he'll just fall asleep from boredom as they get defeated. That's my prediction. Just, just out of interest, what are the odds on a Chargers Rams Super Bowl in the SoFi? Not great. <laughs> Not yeah. Great. Uh, you, have, you, you have lose ten better odds. You have better odds betting on the Chiefs to go completely undefeated and win the championship than you do for that to happen. Yeah, so. I know. Anyways, that would be a true battle for LA. Right, where can we find you guys on the socials? End zone eighty-five. You can find me at Adroit Airs. Hashtag Audible Chocolate. And you can find me at UKLA Chargers. You can find me at Bez the Spaniard. The podcast is at Charged Up Pod. We're going to be coming at you several times a week with game reviews after they happen, previews before they happen. Maybe throw some other bits on. We'll be live on YouTube as always. We're going to get Facebook live streaming set up for you, yeah, guys in the UK, to share to the UK Chargers page. And don't forget the podcast will be there for you to download and listen to. If you are listening, stay with us. Thank you. Get involved, submit your questions. And here we go. Hashtag bolt up. <laughs>